Is it boldness you crave and don't have it? Is it courage you seek and can't find it? You're in luck. The bravest hour in radio starts right now. Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. If we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. Where hypocrisy meets accountability. I just want to do God's will. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. The prisoner wishes to say a word. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Holy cow, folks. Welcome in. Welcome aboard. It is the Matthew Dark Show. KLZ 560, Wednesday and Thursday, 9 to 10 a.m. Mountain. That is our live situation here. This is the weekend recap number four, and I am fresh off another reawakened tour. If you've not seen this, check it out. It is uh, about quarterly, every three months or so. The next one is in Las Vegas, but I was in Miami. Trump Doral Hotel, beautiful facility. This is Clay Clark's Reawakened Tour. And it had every big player you ever could dream of in one setting. Dr. McCullough, Liz Crokin, Mel Kay, pastors from all over this country that are doing amazing things, uh, using the Lord to make people realize that they've been given all the power they need right here on earth. But we have to exercise that authority. And if we don't, we're subject and we're the prey of Satan. And that's what's going on here in America. Uh, we'll go through that list. And I don't want to... Uh, we're still in the process of setting up many of these interviews, but it's going to be very fruitful, folks. General Flynn gave me his word. He will do the show. We're going to bring you Tom Renz. I know he will do the show. We will begin to line these all up for you. It's not for me. I, I go there to get better at my job and to bring you different voices, personalities, perspective, and experience so that this stuff clicks. And now we strengthen you to go out and do that bidding. Because right now, there's not enough information being disclosed properly, effectively, and consistently. We've got too many people asleep. We've got too many people under Marxist spell. And we're going to talk about Marxism, communism, the dangers of how this is going right now in America. It's not a surprise things are as violent, as destructive, as chaotic as they are. It's by design. This is not an accident. This is not just a coincident in time. This is a direct agenda of Marxist socialistic, you know, fraud happening in America. And so we'll talk about all that. But interviews are coming, folks. I am so excited for you to get a piece of what I was able to experience there. Um, and we'll just go through it. One of the things that I kind of uh, led me in my studies here over the weekend and, and down the rabbit holes, and we really can look at one person. Um, and look at how influential that one person was in America today, negative. And that's Madeline O'Hare. If you don't know Madeline O'Hare, she was the president of the American Atheist. This is in 1963. She is the woman that sued the federal government to have school prayer abolished, take God out of schools permanently. And she won. She was victorious in that. So you used to have prayer and the Pledge of Allegiance and all these Christian roots that we had in school. That was no big deal. That was normal. 
But what did she do? She became demonized and it led her to starting this foundation organization, American Atheists, and sued the federal government to take prayer out of school. Now, when you stop and think about that, the consequences of that are all bad. There is nothing beneficial to taking that out of school. Um, Her son, William Murray, who was the subject of that lawsuit, she was suing the federal government on his behalf. Uh, It was her idea, of course, as he was a small child. But 18 years later, 16 years later, I guess it was after that event, he became a devout Christian and expressed intensive remorse as to what happened. He, He feels responsible for the decline in society as a result of what his mother did and he being the subject. Uh, Let me play a clip just so you see this is him on his mother. Of course, she's dead long gone. Let's hear that. Uh, My mother would be very pleased with the, at least the social aspects of the society in the West today. I recall an article she wrote for Hustler magazine, um, Larry Flint's uh, pornographic publication, in which she promoted abortion on demand, homosexual marriage, actually the elimination of marriage eventually, which is really what the, the gay agenda is about in the United States still. Those aspects she'd be very pleased with. Uh, The rise of the socialist movement on the Democratic side, I think she'd be pleased with that. But the number of people that have gotten extremely wealthy in the United States and the amount of prosperity uh, in the upper class and middle classes she'd probably be very unhappy with. So that, of course, the son, William Murray, of Madeleine O'Hare, the woman that sued prayer out of public school. Sounds a lot like a Marxist, sounds a lot like a communist. And it's really important that you understand, people use that word all the time, oh, it's a Marxist, Marxist ideology, Marxist theory, Marxist follower, fan. It's very important we understand what those are rooted in. If we don't understand the root of Marxism, which is satanic worship, it is the abolition, abolishing the family, abolishing private property, and crushing the spirit of the average man, you have to understand that before you can now move forward and assess what's happening today. Now, Karl Marx, a couple of fascinating things about him. This is the 1800s now, 1818 to 1883, dead. He was once a devout Christian. I want to read something. One of his first, his first written works, this is Karl Marx, The Union of Faith with Christ. He wrote this, Through love of Christ, we turn our hearts at the same time toward our brethren who are inwardly bound to us and whom he gave himself in sacrifice. He was a Christian follower. He later went on and something happened. Something happened in his life, demon possession, demon obsession. But just a short while later, he wrote a poem. Thus heaven I forfeited. I know it full well. My soul once true to God, I've chosen for hell. So something happened. It's demon possession. He turns away from God, and then he begins his writings that become the basis for Marxism, communism, which were followed in the Russian Revolution of 1917 and killed some 40 million Russians. One of the other core philosophies inside of Marxism is that the ends justify the means. 
You saw that play out with COVID. Even if we've got to lose and sacrifice so much for the greater good of society, kill 40 million people to implement communism like we saw in Russia, like we saw in China, the ends justify the means. See, in the mind of a a Marxist, in the mind of a Satanist, an atheist, that's the other thing you have to understand. Atheism is a core in communism. It's all gone if there's religious freedom to the average man. It doesn't work. So let's recap the three most critical elements of communism and Marxism. Number one, remove God, abolish God. Man must separate himself from a belief in God. That's number one. Number two, separate and dismantle the family. You cannot have a core family. Oh, and by the way, Marx, think of, here's what happened to his family, okay? Two daughters killed themselves. Two daughters. A son-in-law killed himself. He was a wife beater. And you know what? He didn't want to work. He did not like to work. He, in fact, chose not to work, and he lived off of family and friend contributions to his life. This is Karl Marx, the inventor of communism. That reminds me a lot of the societal stuff that we've seen happen since. I mean, look at what happened with the idea of COVID, pay you to stay at home, stop working, don't go to church, abolish the family. They were, they were in the process of trying to separate family during COVID, and we caught them. What were they doing? Well, they were doing LGBTQ. They were teaching critical race theory. We found that out because of Zoom classes, and parents all of a sudden, now, what did they just say? Hold on a second, dude, what? And then the homework, homework assignments came too. And all of a sudden, now we're seeing kids do um, blatantly racist homework assignments, all in the name of liberating the oppressed. Communism is all about the abolishment of God, family, and private property. That's number three. Private property poses a problem to the communist. Why? What do you think takes more dependency on government? The guy who owns a ton of land out there in his freedom, he's got guns, he's got farm, he's got animals and land, and he's independent of government. That guy or the person that lives in a high rise that rents, that takes public transportation, or perhaps uh, has to be on government food stamps. What do you think is easier to control for the communist? Their whole desire is to control man's thought. You are government property. That's obvious. So you must abolish God, you must abolish the family, and you must abolish private property. That is the ends justify the means for the greater good of man under the school of thought in communism. And you say, well, why does that make, who cares? We hate communism. Of course we do. But that is the root of the movement that is going on right now in America. Black Lives Matter and Antifa are spawn of Marxist ideology, Marxist thought. What, what do you think George Soros is? Do you think he's a capitalist Democracy guy, democracy guy, or is he a communist guy, a world elite guy? We know the answer there too. Black Lives Matter doesn't exist without George Soros, Antifa the same. All these prosecutors, these DAs that got elected all over this country, they're there because of George Soros. That's how they got into power. But if you step back and say, well, how can you support Black Lives Matter and not oppress people? You can't. The, the, the 
tagline now in America, and we're going to play some Joe Biden stuff. Holy cow. He gave a commencement speech at Howard University, and boy, was it wicked. Boy, was it inflaming. Uh, uh, flaring up this white supremacy, blacks, you better watch out. The greatest threat to America right now is white supremacy. It's crazy. The greatest threat to the black person right now is other black people. Black on black crime in our inner city with gun violence, mind you, is at unprecedented, never before seen levels right now happening in America. Gets no play. Why? Can't use the white man in that one. That equation just doesn't work. Black men kill each other at an ungodly rate higher than any white supremacist crime. They're trying to pretend we're 70 years ago. Uh, Emmett Till, um, they want to take us back to lynchings that were going on by Democrats in the South. We are not in that era anymore. But the black-on-black violence is out of control. They don't mention it. But yet Joe Biden goes down to Howard University and declares white supremacy is the greatest threat to society right now. We will get into that. I want to play, I want to play Black Lives Matter, Patrice Cullors. Now, as she was coming up, then before she got really rich. Now remember, the first thing that Black Lives Matter's founders did, as soon as they got all that money, those billions of dollars that came flooding in after George Floyd in the summer of 2020 the greatest con next to climate change and COVID was Black Lives Matter. She's actually celebratory of her book being compared to Mao Zedong. Now remember, Karl Marx, Stalin, Mao Zedong, Hitler, these are all of the same cut of demon. Atheist. Remember, China is an atheist country. Mao Zedong killed 60 million people in his rise to power and in the establishment of communists in China. That is fact, not fiction. But Patrice Cullors, let's have it here. She's actually excited that her book is getting reviews similar to Mao Zedong's Little Red Book. Hold on. Solutions. I was at the art publications table today and I was speaking to this uh, young person from Arizona who's trying to fight uh, SB 1070. And I was, he, he, he grabbed a book and he said, it's like Mal's Red Book. And I was like, man, that's what I was thinking. And it was just really cool to hear him make that connection. I was like, how about you buy like 10 to 15 of these books and you all have like a youth, like organizing group where you talk about it and you really try to engage this. And we can just kind of, we need to build off of this. And so that leads me to um, a point that I, I actually wanted to kind of focus on today which is, um, I think I have a, a really important role in speaking to youth. I, I have, maybe it's because I came in the movement at 17 and a half, so I have like just a knack for knowing how to organize young people into this organization and kind of teach them this, this politic and then hear them now organize other people. Scary stuff. So in the name of freeing the black man, she's from the school of thought that would do the exact opposite that would permanently enslave black and brown people, minority people. But it's not just them. It starts with them, maybe, because they're the most susceptible. They're the front line of being caught in this. But they want everybody under this communist suppression, except our elites, because that's how those worlds work. The upper echelon of China lives as good as anybody in the world. And and I've always been, I don't understand how a a one and a half billion Chinese people can't rise up and overthrow that. And then you go back to Tiananmen Square, 1989, in which their own government 
began killing its own people for speaking out against change. Justin Trudeau is famous for this too. He pretends to be, you know, a free thinker, democracy first, hear the people, until the people's voice demand change that would challenge his power. And then that's out the window. Take the truckers' money. Take the truckers' money and everybody else who ever associated with the truckers seize their funds. See, you don't get calls or emails or, or defense of that stuff. It could happen to you in a heartbeat. Of course it could. In a, in a country like Canada, who's in bed with China, Justin Trudeau has been on record as his praise for China. Joe Biden has praised China. They all love this model of China because it rules with an iron fist. There is no dissension. There is no getting out of bounds. We do have ultimate control over you right now. And so they don't say anything in China. They have no God. The family structure, the government lives in the middle of that family structure, and they don't have private property. That belongs to the government, and they can do with it as they please. You're just allowed to live there for today. But boy, you get out of line, that private property is gone. That belongs to us and now us forever. It's how it works in communist China. It's how it works in Russia. It's how it works in Vietnam. You know, I was in Miami, of course, over the weekend, the Great Reawaken Tour, Clay Clark. And if you haven't been to one of those, it's worth every moment. I would go to one in a blink of an eye. Uh, re- time to freeamerica.com or reawakenamerica.com. But I was ta- one of the Uber drivers I took was Venezuelan. And she'd actually come over to this country in 1991 and got her education at St. John's and then found it was too expensive back then even. It really wasn't for her back then even. So she took her degree back home and is now back over here because it's gotten so bad in Venezuela. Venezuela, of course, a communist country. There is really no such thing as socialism. What happens is you go from democracy, free people, a cup of coffee in socialism, and then it turns very quickly into a state-run everything, communism. So in Venezuela, they own all the valuable stuff, and they have done so for a long time. Fake elections, suppression of the people, state-run energy, state-run produce, state-run everything, devalued currency. They have nothing. But what she was telling me is there's so much of that. I was telling her, yeah, well, here's some of the issues we're talking about at the Great Reawaken Tour. And she said, uh, well, a lot of her people are, you know, a lot of Venezuelans are making their way over to this country now. And I asked her, how is it back there now? And she says, it's pretty good right now. There's a lot of money coming in right now. So if you have dollars in Venezuela, you're doing pretty good. And what's happening is, is that the thousands and hundreds of thousands of Venezuelans that are in this country right now, They're working under the table with cash, and they are sending that money back to Venezuela. So that's a part of their economy right now, and that's why they're booming. So if you have dollars in Venezuela, you are living well, but it is a dangerous trek to get here. She told me about the jungles and the women that are trying to escape through the jungles as you have to pass through to get your way up to the Mexican-American border and the rape and the robbery and all that stuff that goes on. So this lady's telling me her old mom, she's too old to make it. And it's going to be years before she can get in here legally. So they keep sending money. And that cycle's going over and over and over. And so you think about those Honduras, Nicaragua, Colombia, those countries, the average person there is surviving right now on the money that gets sent back from America. That's not being taxed here in America. That's under the table stuff in in America that then makes its way back to places like Venezuela. And that's how their economy is thriving. And that's why they have no problem with their own people fleeing. Mexico says, of course, be my guest, go to America, get the dinero and send it back. 
That's what makes it go. So the problem with communism is that there's people fleeing it all over the world to come here, not knowing that our own government is in the process of trying to make this a communist country. I can tell you right now, if Donald Trump doesn't win the election in 2024, this will 100% be a communist country by the end of that second term for Joe Biden or whatever Democrat that they throw in there. They have to go for the kill right now, and they've got them close. Why? They've removed God. They are disincentivizing or making private property impossible. How many young people today can buy a home? Well, very few. And every day that goes by, that dream gets harder and harder to, to even think of. So what do we do? We accept renting. We accept tiny houses. We accept roommates for life. We accept not starting a family. We've got kids thinking today, young people thinking today, you don't need to start a family. Transgender, that whole movement is anti-family. You know, part of me thinks, well, how on earth can they keep up? That's why, you know, the end game is communism, because Christian family is still going to have a Jewish family, a Catholic family. They're still going to have their six, seven, eight kids, five, four, three. We have two kids in our church. We're like barely even reproduced ourselves. Most average family in our church, minimum three kids. We've got kids. We've got families with 10. But we know the LGBTQ families are going to have zero. What we know is it's mathematically, scientifically, biologically impossible for lesbians to have a child of their own without some sort of donor. It's impossible for the person that undergoes puberty blockers, transition surgeries, and hormone transition for life. It's impossible for that person to ever have a child. It's the way it works. It's almost getting impossible to where the vaccinated can ever have kids. Reproducing and vaccinating do not go well together. Reproducing and transgender lifestyle do not go together. So how are they going to keep up? How are they going to keep their population going? Well, guess what? Our global elites, they don't want more people. They want less. They want slaves and a ton of them. And then this itty bitty exclusive club up at the top. How do you get there? Remove God, abolish private property, and they demoralize the family disincentivize the family, punish the family. And that's been going on 50 years, folks. It's just, it's in a microwave right now because you literally have one of the most corrupt, indecent, I mean, completely lying their faces off every time they get in front of a camera. Doesn't matter which one from the Biden administration, every single one of them is lying to you. Joe Biden is criminally active, criminally minded, and lying to the American people. We will get into his speech here in just a moment as well. Um, but but what if what if people say, okay, I've had enough? That's on the table right now for people. There's enough evidence out there right now to know that the direction we're going is unsustainable for the average American person. It's too expensive. It's too restrictive, the policy. The green energy movement is going to take away all jobs is going to take away all uh, economical sense to start a business. I mean, oh, you you can't use gas stoves in New York City and L.A.? You you can't do, I mean, are you kidding me? Everything in the name of climate change. And remember, climate change is the marketing name for depopulation. This comes from hundreds of years ago saying there's too many people on the planet. And when this many people reach the size, the size of population reaches this size of the earth, the world blows up. 
That's the theory. But, you know, depopulation as a marketing plan or as a government strategy, that doesn't sound very good at all. But you can get away with climate change and look at how many people have bought and gone all in on climate change. Millions of Americans right now think by buying an electric car, they are saving Mother Nature. That's what they think in their mind, that they are doing their part. Not taking into account what it takes to get the elements, cobalt, lithium, all those precious metals and and very limited amounts of those precious minerals out of the earth. They never want to talk about the destruction that that takes. Number one, they don't ever want to talk about what what energy is required to charge their electric vehicle. Do you know this? Do you know that if you were to outfit a diesel that could go across country, the weight in batteries alone that that vehicle would need, that 18-wheeler would need, would be the equivalent of eight cars. Each battery needing to weigh about 2,000 pounds to carry that size for that distance. It's impossible. You couldn't even get permits to charge usage that high. I heard a gentleman report and testify to Congress. He stated that what a facility would require to run a plant that was all green, all electric, running off of battery only, would be more draw than the city was using. Now, think about that. That's why these policies have to be dead on arrival. Green energy, climate change is an elitist movement designed to take you and me out of the game, price us out of the game. What poor person in America right now can afford an electric vehicle, to afford an electric lawnmower? They can't live in a green lifestyle. And guess what? They don't want them to. You can live on the street and you can ride a train. We'll give you bread once a week and shut your mouth. That's their dream. It's hard for us to accept that. There is this element of cognitive dissonance that just won't let our minds go to the places that our government wants to take us. Happen with COVID, happening right now with LGBTQ, CRT and Black Lives Matter. All these things are happening, folks. And this is that moment in time where this is the final battle. You don't get another chance after this one. You you can't go through. We're only halfway through the Joe Biden disaster, the trauma. And look what it's done. You think another six years of this exact same extreme hysterical policy, you can survive that? Hell no. I want to do this. I want to slip in one quick break. I want to come back and I want to do the Biden commencement speech, folks. It is breathtaking. This is the president of the United States, the illegitimate president of the United States, the fraudulent scam president of the United States at a historically black college, HBCU, they call them, Howard University, telling thousands of black folks, white supremacy is the devil. They're all the devil, all the whites. They're coming after you. How he's fighting for you. Joe Biden is our most racist president since our slave-owning presidents, and he even takes them. You understand that, that he's on the record with some of the most horrible, awful things you could ever say about black folks. He, he wanted all black men that got caught with just one rock of crack. He wanted them in jail for five years. He wants them out of the family. He wants them in jail. He said some horrific things, folks. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Got a lot to go. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560, and on all the places you get your pods. Stay with us.
Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as the priority, and Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all of the benefits that come with a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Five o'clock somewhere. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk or drink Bud Light. Please drink responsibly and heterosexually. folks welcome back and thank you of course this the weekend recap show number four we are live wednesday thursday 9 a.m to 10 a.m on klz 560 that is mountain time catch us on the app or visit the website thematthewdarkshow.com email thematthewdarkshow at gmail.com and keep informed up to speed with everything we are doing looking at there's so much to do folks but we must do next is go into this truly hate-filled, lie-filled commencement speech made by Joe Biden at Howard University. It's quite breathtaking. He spoke there and they gave him an honorary degree. And how insulting to an honorary degree to give that to Joe Biden. Remember, this was bottom of his class, uh, his law school. He lied about that. He, he had to withdraw his presidency back in the 80s because he was so filled with lies. And the lies are back out. But this time they're intended to incite violence. Joe Biden is an inciter of violence. He is speaking to a black crowd and talking about how racist and awful and the threat that white people are in this country. So it's truly breathtaking. Let us start out with this first clip. Um, they continue to lie about Donald Trump when he said there are fine people on both sides. Remember the great Charlottesburg event where they ran over uh, a, a, a participant in the protest. This was early on in Trump's presidency. They have mis mista misstated, manipulated that comment that there were fine people on both sides, suggesting he was endorsing white supremacists that were there. There was normal people on both. There was J6 type people, you know, grandmothers waving a flag in the lobby. And there was also Antifa style people available there. But that didn't represent everything on both sides. He simply said it. They have misstated and lied about that statement forever. Let's hear Joe Biden, another beauty. And a young woman objecting to the presence was killed. And what did you hear? That famous quote when asked about what happened. That famous quote. There are very fine people on both sides. That's when I knew, and I'm not joking. That's when I knew I had to stay engaged and get back into public life. No, I... I 
I don't say for that reason. I say for the journey. So Joe Biden is going to come to the rescue to all blacks in this nation, even though we've been on record and we stay on record. Joe Biden is the most racist president in the history of this country. That includes our slave owning presidents. That, that is not deniable. He has contempt for black people. He has hate in his heart for black people. He's gone on the record as remember saying he did not want a young Hunter Biden, his little baby boy, going to school in some racial jungle, intermixing with black people. He said it. And they ran him around as the champion of the inner city as they burned down simultaneously. It's disgraceful. Here's more. Stand up against the poison of white supremacy as I did my inaugural address to a single out as the most dangerous terrorist threat to our homeland is white supremacy. Really aggressive, divisive language. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Donald Trump going out there? And giving a speech to a graduating class <clears throat> that said the greatest threat to America right now is the black on black crime in our inner cities. Could you imagine him saying that? It's true. I don't know if it's the greatest threat, but it is certainly a horrific state of affairs in our inner cities. And he's speaking to a black college. There's not one peep of that epidemic. Black men are killed by other young black men at an alarming rate. They make up 13% of the population, yet they contribute 70% of our violent crime in America. Holy mackerel. I did see in Texas, they released their top 10 most wanted. Guess, guess where eight of the 10 were not from? Not the United States. Illegal immigrants Illegal aliens, and these are child sex traffickers, these are robbers, assaulters, uh, thugs, illegally in this country, we don't hear a word about them. Uh, we hear that we're going to get some great folks through the border. Uh, this is a country of immigrants. That lie, the melting pot lie. Folks, there are bad people getting across this country. I don't care if there's a hundred straight choir boys coming across. The one monster that comes through and wrecks American lives is one too many. Sorry, party's over. We're full. Our inner cities are a mess. Our border's a mess. Our COVID situation's a mess. You've got people that are wrecked for life as a result of COVID vaccination. We're still getting people awake to the fact that these were made to hurt you, not to prevent poison, not to prevent uh, COVID. They were actually poison. Hopefully we have Dr. Artis on here in the next couple of weeks. He will go through and break down the actual serum, the venomous snake venom peptide that is in these vaccines. And that's why it's clotting. That's why it's hurting people. We know that 4% of Pfizer BioNTech serial number, lot numbers, expiration date contributed to 70% of the adverse events. That's a breathtaking number. That tells me that a lot of you are getting saline and salt water. And the other ones that are getting the real stuff are the ones that are paying that price. But they still, even today, want you to take that vaccine. You've got to be out of your mind. Okay, let's hear more. Joe Biden. That's because hate never goes away. I thought when I graduated, we could defeat hate. But it never goes away. It only hides under the rocks. And when it's given oxygen, it comes out from under that rock. And that's why we know this truth as well. Silence is complicity. It cannot remain silent. We have to live through this battle for the soul of the nation. 
And it is still a battle for the soul of the nation. I mean, it's unbelievable, though, the hypocrisy and the lie. The Democrat Party right now is based exclusively on hate. We saw that with COVID. We saw that with George Floyd. Every cop's a racist should be burned. Uh, F the pigs, all that talk. COVID doctors that stuck their neck out there and said, hey, we don't want to we don't want to give this vaccine or there might be some treatments we can offer patients. Get them out of here. Destroy their careers. Cancel, cancel. The Democrats are based on hate. They live in hate. The battle for the soul of the nation. You're right. This is a godless person speaking about the soul. This is a person who is okay with a double mastectomy on a 10-year-old. The abortion at nine months, no questions asked. He's going to give us a lecture on the battle for the soul of this nation. That's my concern, though, is is that is so blatant. Stevie Wonder can see that. Helen Keller can see that. All of our famous blind folks in the history of this country can see that's a lie, except all of these, I guess, just brain-dead, traumatized, fear-induced, asleep people. I don't get it. A little more from Joe. To put democracy on the ballot, to reject political extremism and reject political violence, protect fundamental rights and freedoms for women to choose for transgender children to be free, for affordable health care and housing, for the right to raise your family and retire with dignity, to stand with leaders of your generation who give voice to the people, demanding action on gun violence, only to be expelled from state legislative bodies, to stand against books being banned and black history being erased, I'm serious. Think about it. To stand up for the best in us. That little 45-second clip is probably packed with more lies than you'll hear in any presidential speech, political speech, and in a history. So he starts right here. Women's right to choose. Be very careful. A woman's right to choose on the Democrats' thinking means they can have an abortion, especially in Colorado and California and extreme states like this, Minnesota. That child can be moments from giving birth, coming out of the birth canal. Don't forget, every single human being on this planet came to this world, came into this world through the legs of a woman. No mistaking there. They want to preserve the right to execute that baby in the delivery room. You have to appreciate that. That's number one. Number two, to free trans kids can be free. You're talking about a double mastectomy for a 10-year-old. That's free. That's a free kid. banning books. We've always done that in America. Any book that speaks to rape or sexual conduct to a five-year-old, an elementary school kid, is always going to get burned. They knew it was going to get burned or banned, and it should be. Every decent mother and father on this planet knows that a six-year-old should not be learning about sex and then the graphic, despicable, non-binary, lesbian, homosexual way that they present it in these books. We will always burn those books. Rewriting Black History Month? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Rewriting reality is the truth because right now what you did You did it in New York, you did it in California, you did it in Atlanta, Washington, D.C., Chicago. The criminals, the baby, the criminals, the baby infant that we must coddle and protect, kill a cop 
jack a white tourist. There is an assault on white people right now. Black on black crime has never been more violent. All these things are happening right now. Black people have expanded their voting. What do you think happened with mail-in voting? And in fact, remember the state in Atlanta, they took away the all-star game as the right to vote was being challenged. They had record turnout in Georgia for the 2020 and the 2022 elections. And they still want to just lie to you and say they're going after your right to vote. You need an ID to vote, folks. I'm so sorry, but it's true. You have to have a name and a social and be a taxpayer in this country or you can't vote. You have no right. The Democrats in the 22 election cycle, they sent, or excuse me, the 2020 election cycle, they sent out 44 million unsolicited mail-in ballots. If you had a name and an address, they sent you a ballot. Those came in pre-marked Joe Biden. And in so many ballots, we saw this. And this is why we know Dominion's full of it. This is why we know mail-in voting has so much fraud. In so many cases, Joe Biden was the only thing the person voted for. Joe Biden had like 2 million Twitter followers while while Donald Trump had like 75 million. And we're supposed to sit back and believe that he got 81 million votes, the most popular the most wanted president in the history of this world? Come on. Of course, this is a fake thing. And he's sitting up there inciting violence. Let's see a little bit more from Lion Joe Biden. And I'm not saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. I say wherever I go. To stand up for truth over lies, lies told for power and profit to confront the ongoing assault to subvert our elections, suppress our right to vote. That assault came just as you cast your first ballots in 20 and 22. As we get record turnouts, unprecedented turnout in votes, they tell that lie. The greatest lie is somehow the Katanji Brown Jackson, and he's very proud of this, is in any way, shape, or form qualified to be a United States Supreme Court justice. That is one of the greatest tragedies that have come out of the Biden fraudulent administration is that he got an opportunity to select her. And you can just go back and look at her record and her patsy, softy kindness towards pedophiles, child sex traffickers, and some really filthy crimes against children. And just look at her sentencing record. Speaks for itself who she favors in that particular thing. She's actually on record as saying, because child pornography is so much easier to get in today's era, we shouldn't penalize today's offender more so or substantially more than the one of 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, because it's so easy to get your hands on the material. Let's hear this mess. With your voices and votes, I was able to fill my commitment to put the first black woman on the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And by the way, she's brighter than the rest. She is one bright woman. Yeah, she's so bright. She's so marvelous. She did this. Remember this? Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? 
not in okay. this context. So I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I decide. Well, so I'm not. The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. She's so bright, huh? I mean, is that repulsive or what? Is there anything more offensive than a person that's going to take a lifelong, you know, one of so few for life on the Supreme Court and really decide things that are impactful and set precedent like we saw Roe v. Wade? She's going to be one of those. And she refuses. She knows exactly what a woman is, an adult female. She knows exactly what a woman is, and she won't tell you the goods. Are we sure? Are we sure she's one of the brightest that we could get? Or was it because she's black and she checked a box, just like Corinne Jean-Pierre, who couldn't manage a Burger King? Most business owners out there listening to this show, they wouldn't hire her to be a delivery driver. They wouldn't let her take a paper route. She doesn't get it. She's too caught up in trans world. And that's why you cannot have homosexual-led leadership in any position. They only care about one issue, gay rights, homosexual rights, LGBTQ rights. When's the last time you heard of a queer leader leading us to economic strength, energy independence, Closing of the border, not a single one of them. They think about one issue and one issue only, who they're having sex with. That's disgusting. There are consequences for a fraudulent election, and we are living in the midst of them right now. Now, one thing that we're going to continue to do on this show is to educate and inform. We already know, bulk of our listeners know exactly the, de the demonic activity that's going on that makes today the way it is. We know that you could never look at a baby about to be delivered and decide to abort, murder, kill that baby as anything other than the work of Satan. You, we know that. We know for a fact that you couldn't look a 12-year-old in the eyes who's having depression, confusion, maybe was neglected, maybe is autistic. There's an overwhelming correlation between autism and gender dysphoria. They're taking advantage of them. Put that hat on a Down syndrome kid. Would you be okay with Democrats taking advantage of kids with Down syndrome, introducing them to this lifestyle, knowing they have learning defect disabilities, they are defective mentally? Would you really be okay with that? Why is you okay with it doing that to autistic children? Why? Why? Of course you're not. The bulk of America knows this is wrong. It crossed the line. But the problem is there's a big jump from knowing it crossed the line to doing something about it. We tell listeners all the time, go to the Secretary of State right now. Change your voter affiliation from Democrat to Republican. I know you're not a white Christian nationalist. I know you don't love Trump. That's not about that. It's about telling Democrats that, you know what, you no longer speak to my values. Please do that today, right now. Pause the show. Go do it. Come back. Finish the show. But we're going to continue to educate on Marxism, communism, the destruction of the family, the removal of God, and their desire to strip you of private property. And until people 
realize that that's happening under their skin right now in their face, they're going to go all the way. I mean, they're going to go all the way with this stuff because why? We, the people, are the only thing that can prevent it. A divine intervention? Maybe. You keep thinking there's possibility for that. But there's divine judgment being given to those people that think they have the right to defy God's law. Those people who think they can become a man or a woman born in the opposite sex, there's a divine judgment. There is no way back to sanity for those people. How could you? You, you, you took your 12-year-old to the doctor, or maybe they did it themselves, because in some states they can. And a doctor said, okay, the key to your depression is a double mastectomy and puberty blockers and hormones and then lifelong antidepressants and antipsychotics and sleeping medication and all sorts of antibiotic because you're going to get chronic infection. You're going to have a wrecked immune system with the amount of drugs and surgeries that you're going to... There's a divine judgment going to be taken on that. You don't get a return from something like that, right? So we want the Epstein list. We want the border closed. We want justice coming for the doctors that do the trans stuff. We want justice coming for the doctors that continue to pitch this COVID vaccine. It's undeniable. It's ineffective. Pfizer told you it doesn't stop the transmission. We now have millions of cases of adverse events as a result of it. All the people who participated in this flavor of the week, this rotating, you know, Ferris wheel of values, this is okay in this case, not okay in this case, good is bad, bad is good, this type of thinking, this is again, Satan worshiping Marxist stuff. We have to, we the people hold that to account. And if we don't, they grow, they grow until it shows up in a place in your life in which there is no return from. They've seized your home. They've seized your child. They've seized your bank account. Why? We gave them all control. We did nothing about it. And I, for one, refuse to allow that to happen. I implore you, catch us on all the replays. Set your reminders anywhere you get podcasts, folks. We appreciate your listenership. Stay tuned with us. Of course, we're live this Wednesday, 9 a.m. Mountain, Thursday as well. We'll have multiple interviews coming up uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. We've met so many great people, and they all play an important role in defying and rebuking this evil. Until next time, folks, remember this. Serve God, help others, stay good. Goodbye. Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with covidpenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit coloradomedicalfreedom.com. That's coloradomedicalfreedom.com. Dot com.